Welcome to episode five of the Coffee Break podcast, the official podcast of ABC and GCI. As always, we want to thank our sponsor, Milwaukee Tools, for sponsoring the podcast. Uh, again, looking forward to our partnership here moving forward. Um, coming out of the Christmas week, uh, it was a lot of fun hanging out with family and looking forward to, to New Year's. Mike, how was your uh, Bing Crosby record? Man, I listened to it several times. It was great, a little reminiscent. Uh, it definitely went by very fast. It feels like it was just 4th of July, and then October came, Halloween came and went, Thanksgiving came and went, and now we're in the home stretch. Let's get uh, looking forward to the new year, and with that usually comes some resolutions. I myself uh, try to make a resolution, but not always hit it. Allison, what do you think about resolutions? Um, I mean, I think that they're important. I definitely have one that I'm going to try to stick to. I'm not usually great at it. What, um, you got? what, are, you, what are you thinking? So right now I think I'm at three coffees a day. Ooh. So I, I think I need to I need to pop that down to one. Yeah, one that, a day. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. That's, it's too much, I think. I'm on my second and it's barely noon. Um, and I have no plans of stopping today. It might be four today, but I'm on vacation. So that's all right. But of all the things that you're addicted to right coffee is not that big a deal no it's it's not not that big a deal deal. if anything it's it's helping me yeah i'm awake i'm excited i'm 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 energized i like my soda you know Mm. i have to have my soda my wife you know constantly on me about the soda drink a lot of soda so if i can stop the soda and maybe hit the gym i gotta do that for the new year that's what's funny soda actually i gave that up a few years ago for a new year's resolution it's the only thing i've stuck to except ginger ale and when i'm at the movies i need a soda oh the movies i couldn't drink a water i need soda yeah can't can't do it yeah i gave that up a couple years ago i'm on to seltzer water now carbonated beverage beverages are great but I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to the uh, interview with Paul Aslan this week. It's going uh, to be a great interview. He is a uh, great instructor. does a great job for us. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, he always has a lot of great things to say. So looking forward to that. So we're moving into the new year uh, here next week. Um, Allison, tell us a little bit about the trainings that we have coming up through GCI. January is going to be a good month for trainings. We have the time management portion of the leadership series on January 11th and 12th. Um, I've talked about that a few times. Ellen Dorian's leading that one. So make sure you sign up for that. Um, You know, the whole team over here is actually attending these classes as students as well. Um, So definitely sign up if you want to be a co-student with us. And then we also have the intro to project management class that's coming up in partnership with Wentworth Institute of Technology. That's starting up Wednesdays, January 19th every Wednesday going into the end of March. And uh, remind our listeners where they can find more info on how to sign up. You can find all of our training classes at gwgci.org forward slash events. You can also hit our homepage and click on the calendar and you can find all of our events there. And if you, if you have employees that could use this training, please reach out. It's good for employees. It's good for you know, anybody you have working in the office, if you have uh, someone that maybe one day wants to be a manager for your company, sign them up for these classes. They're great classes. They're very beneficial, and they learn a ton in a short amount of time. So get your people uh, to sign up and, and do it. So it's good, uh, it's good, good training to get your people. Absolutely. Great. And speaking of training, um, let's get to our weekly interview with Paul Aslan, instructor for the Gould Construction Institute. So without further ado, let's bring him in. So now we're joined by Paul Aslan, teacher for the Gould Construction Institute. Mike, take it away. Thanks, Dan. Paul, um, welcome to the podcast. Appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. How was your holidays? 
Oh, they were great. Thanks for asking. Thanks for having me on, Mike. It's my pleasure. I'm, I'm sure you ate like myself. You ate too much, right? And, but you got some time to relax. So, uh, like I said, I appreciate you taking the time. And uh, why don't you give us a quick introduction uh, about yourself and what you do for the Gould Construction Institute? Thanks, Mike. Uh, my name is Paul Aslan. Uh, I work for uh, Gould Construction Institute. I've been teaching for Gould since the early 2000s when we started the program in Springfield at STCC. Um, I've been in the trade since the early 80s. I've been fortunate enough to work for the same electrical contractor, uh, doing contracting work and actually being out there in the field and uh, many aspects of our trade and uh, been fortunate enough for that experience. And that's certainly helped me out uh, to be able to teach uh, for Gould and share these experiences with the students. Now, I, I appreciate Paul a lot because uh, I've had a couple of crazy ideas. And whenever I do, I throw them by Paul. And Paul's uh, yet to say that's a little out there. Paul usually says, let's run with it and go for it. So that's uh, much appreciated. He's uh, He has been a uh, someone I go to a lot for advice and information. So I appreciate him wholeheartedly. Uh, so Paul, you've been teaching for a long time. What do you enjoy about teaching? What do you think uh, makes it worth going to the classroom every day? Well, it's uh, just uh, something as simple as the look on a student's face when, when they uh, understand something, they get something or you know, they've, I've got comments back, you know, that, that's been explained to me so many times. And, and then, you know, now they finally get it. And it's, uh, it's really satisfying to be able to, you know, build these uh, future tradesmen and women uh, to get them on their way uh, to be able to get their license and, and be a licensed tradesperson, which obviously, you know, we're in have a, a very large shortage of um, at the moment. So being part of that solution is uh, very satisfying. And not only do you teach at, you know, several nights a week for the Gould Construction Institute, but you also teach during the day uh, for Elm Electrical in Springfield. So uh, it must be nice. I know you get to see the, the students go from like a level one all the way through. So what's it feel like when you take someone from a level one, not knowing anything about the electrical program and take them all the way through till they get their license? Well, again, it's, it's, it's absolutely satisfying. It's, you know, um, you know, the old saying that if you enjoy what you're doing, you'll never work a day in your life. And I'll tell you, um, when I'm teaching, I'm not working, uh, really enjoying uh, what I'm doing. And to be able to take you know, an individual that's uh, basically knows nothing about the trade, um, has that deer in the headlights look in their eyes and, you know, uh, and take them from that and then, you know, get the text or the phone call when they pass their exam is, is phenomenal. It's just, a, again, very satisfying for me. So I consider myself very fortunate to, to have this opportunity. And I've actually had the pleasure of sitting in one of Paul's classes uh, when we visited the classroom. He's got a great setup out there at Elm Electrical. Uh, he has two beautiful classrooms, a beautiful lab space. It's absolutely uh, amazing to be there. I've seen him on a class uh, I see the look on the students' faces. They they love listening to him. Um, he does, like I said, he, he keeps them engaged. He keeps them entertained. He keeps them interested. So um, there was no nobody was uh, not paying attention when I was out of class. So that's pretty amazing. And, and as far as the uh, you've been teaching for for such a long time, what are some challenges that you face in the classroom? Do you think maybe as opposed to a few years ago? Well, obviously, first and foremost, we have the you know the whole COVID. Uh, component now to, you know, life in general, not just in the classroom, but life in general. And it's, it's certainly changed uh, the way we interact with people and 
uh, hasn't really changed the way we teach. Although, you know, when we were locked down, you know, we had the virtual training, which, you know, everybody did the absolute best they could. And, and uh, you know, we made it through, you know, just like we always do. You know, we, it's never say die. We, we're just going to push through and, uh, you know, make it work. Um, now, you know, in the classroom, you know, teaching for uh, Gould, uh, one of the other challenges is not having that hands-on component, not being able to work with these students out in the field and, you know, show them something that they've learned. Um, I mean, our, our, um, our setup is they come to the classroom, you know, in the evening for three hours. Uh, we, we teach them uh, something and they go to work the next day, hopefully, and, you know, they talk to whoever they're working for and then uh, maybe, you know, get them to explain even further and show them out in the field. But, you know, not having that hands-on component just, you know, makes it, makes it a little harder to drive home. I mean, we use other multimedia devices and videos and things like that. You know, we're, we're not just looking in a book and talking about it. We're, we have some other methods that we certainly use um, that are beneficial. But I guess the biggest thing is missing that uh, hands-on component, Mike. Excellent. And then, um, you know, talking with our guests from last week, talking about some of the uh, innovation that's going on in the uh, construction area. Where, where do you think the skilled trades are headed the next three years? Do you think, um, you know, what do you, what do you see is coming down, coming down the pipeline three years from now? Well, I don't think the shortage is going to be any better. Uh, it's, it's very nice to see the amount of students uh, that are enrolled and enrolling. Um, I know when we started, uh, back in the uh, early 2000s at Stick, uh, we didn't have nearly the numbers that we have today. Um, and that's just showing that trend uh, moving back towards the skilled trades and uh, people identifying that it's a, it's, it's a good way to make a living. And, um, you know, if, if this continues, uh, I, I think we'll be okay. I, I think we still have a long road ahead. Um, there's going to be a lot of struggles for contractors in general, uh, finding uh, manpower and, and, and being able to, to train uh, manpower. Uh, but I think we just have to, you know, work with what we have in front of us. And, you know, as these students work their way through uh, the ones that are coming into trade now, I mean, that's, that's a four year investment for them uh, to be able to get a, a license, uh, at least an electrical um, anyway, and then get them, you know, working out in the field and, and then have an apprentice on their own. So, um, I think it's going to, I think it's going to get better, Mike, if the, if the trends continue, I know we're losing electricians faster than we're gaining them. But I, I think if uh, the trend continues and more folks come into the trades, you know, I think in 10 years, I think we'll be looking at a, a different, um, it'll be a different atmosphere. I think we'll have, you know, more people. And I think also the trades are learning how to do things, do more work with, uh, less manpower also. So I think between changes in the trade itself, learning how to do more with less and, and more students coming into the trades, uh, I think, in, you know, 10 years from now, I think we'll be in, in much better shape. I really do. That's a, that's a great outlook on it. I appreciate your input on that. I think, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think it's going to be interesting over the next couple of years. And I think in 10 years, a lot of technology will come into play. I think a lot of the uh, students and apprentices now will have that technology experience. will be able to, like you said, do less, uh, do more with less. So that's great. And then uh, this past year, you were uh, awarded with the Paul McDonald teacher of the year award. I was very proud to uh, award that to you. I think it was a, uh, 
uh, a lot of your hard work, especially during the COVID times. Anything you want to say about the award? Um, no, just uh, thank you again, Michael, for that. That was uh, definitely an honor, especially the first year that that um, came out since we since we lost Paul. So Paul was a great friend and a, and a great teacher. And uh, again, I just um, very, very happy to receive that. And, and thank you for considering me for that and, uh, and giving me that. It's, it's a well, well, well-deserved award, Paul. I appreciate all your help. I appreciate everything you've uh, taught with me uh, just in my short time here with GCI. And uh, it's been an awesome run. I appreciate taking the time out. Uh, happy New Year to you and your family. Uh, I don't have anything else. Allison, did you want to ask me questions? I don't have any questions. I just, you know, I just want to say, um, you know, as someone who knew Paul McDonald, um, you know, I don't think that there is anyone that he would rather have as the first recipient of this award. And it's so well-deserved, Paul. Um, and we just really appreciate everything that you do for us on a daily basis. You know, we're, you're a huge presence here at GCI and we just are really happy to have you. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We'll definitely have to have you on again. Awesome. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate it. Any final comments? Well, just uh, thank you guys for, for everything you do and, and ABC uh, for being, you know, that voice uh, for us out there, um, you know, if, uh, as a contractor, uh, we really appreciate everything that ABC does uh, watching our back uh, uh, out in Boston and, and uh, making sure that uh, uh, we get what we need. Uh, and uh, we're proud to be a partner and, uh, and uh, glad that we can be a part of all of this. So thank you guys. Awesome. Thanks again, Paul. And uh, turn it back over to you, Dan. Thank you. And that will wrap up episode five of the Coffee Break podcast. We want to give a quick shout out one more time to our sponsor, Milwaukee Tools. We appreciate you helping us out. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Kevin. Very much appreciate having you part of the podcast. So I hope we get to have you for a long time. And special thanks to Paul Aslan for being on the podcast. Uh, I loved having him on. I love listening to him talk, especially uh, about his passion for teaching. So it's great to have him on. Yeah, he was great. Thanks for listening this week. We hope everybody has a healthy, happy, and safe new year. Be sure to follow the podcast on Spotify if you haven't already, so you know right when new episodes drop each week. Also, be sure to check us out on Instagram. We don't have one specifically for the podcast yet, but you can find ABC Mass at ABC underscore M-A-S-S, and you can find Gold Construction Institute at GWGCI. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next year.